What's up everyone? Welcome back to Off The Chain, the backbone for storytelling across builders, creators, and collectors within Web3. Each episode, we dive into how these technologists use the power of blockchain to build businesses and foster creativity. Today we've got Will Lee. Will is the founder of NFT project The Littles, which is setting out and well on its way to becoming the Mario of Web3. I have known Will for almost a year and can confidently say he is one of the most authentic people in the space who thrives off of educating people, being positive, and driving the industry forward. During this chat, we'll dive into the origins of the littles, how Will navigates building the Mario of Web3, and what we have on the horizon with what Will calls NFT 2.0. Will, what's going on, man? How you doing? Very, very well. Thanks for having me. Of course, I'm I'm pumped to have you here. Will is one of my best friends in Web3. Will, you're a true mensch, and so thank you again for being here. Yeah, it's so cool because when we first met, um, you have been one of the, well, you have been one of the most giving and generous person that I've I've met in the space. Uh, like even our first chat, you were just throwing everything that you have at me. And so for that, I'm like super super thankful and. To be able to call your friend in the space is uh, incredible. And every time we meet, it's like a long lost brother. And you've been super supportive with everything that I do. So I just want to say thank you. Of course. I mean, even before we started recording, we already had a 30-minute conversation about life <laughs> and littles and Web3. So hopefully we've got enough energy for it. But I know who you are, of course. Why don't you tell us who do we have here on the podcast today? Totally. My name is Will, uh, founder of The Littles. And um, before I dive into The Littles, just to share a little bit of my background, uh, 10 years uh, in small business, multiple different industries that I've built businesses for, from education to um, entertainment to food and beverage. So very, very vast, uh, I would say, experience, uh, two different exits. And um, it's funny that everything that I've been building in in my past life, um has been very very opportunist like i see an opportunity i jump in it it's problem solution problem solution and i've been always trying to find something that i'm truly passionate about i I read a lot of books self-development ones and they always say find your passion so then that way this is like your steroids this is your rocket fuel um it wasn't until i created the littles and founded it that i understood what it means to do something that you're truly passionate about it, it, it the littles is something that is a combination of opportunity um and also passion because the littles itself is inspired by my two and a half year old daughter her name is jordan uh and i'm like wow the, the, the amount of internal energy and drive that it gives me is is something that i've never felt before i love that will and and we're gonna of course dive into exactly what the littles is But before we even do that, I do want to double tap on just you as a person and you as a a businessman. You know, a lot of people tend to keep things very close to their chest. You are quite the opposite and you're very giving. And even on Twitter, you share a lot of what's going on with yourself and your business and what Littles is up to. And we call this building in public. What's your strategy here and why are you so open in sharing what's going on in your mind? Totally. I, I, I think, um, and thank you for that. Thank you for recognizing that. And um, so before I've been 
in my previous life, I, I've been documenting my journey on YouTube for the last four or five years on, on my food and beverage experience. And that itself opened up so many different doors for me. And I would say that's like warm up for me where I've been trying to find my voice of what sticks, what doesn't stick. When I entered the space of NFTs, it was full of people looking for the short-term gains, full of people looking for the fast cash. And that itself is the perfect breeding ground for people who are not that truthful because everyone's just trying to pump their bags, trying to influence people to be their exit liquidity. And that itself allowed me to see an opportunity in the marketplace of, of how I can stand for and create a, a reputation for my, my name, especially because my intention is to grow in the space for the next decade. This is what I believe in. I believe the NFT technology and the blockchain, blockchain technology is what's going to fuel the next era of innovation. And which is the reason why the Littles itself and the Twitter itself is my public resume. I, I believe that by me being open and by me being completely authentic to my process, um, the things that I'm learning in the space, I would attract the, the people that value that and sees that and, and to be able to gain that respect. And if I'm consistent with that in two, three years time, this is going to open up so many different doors for me. And, and that was my thesis going into it. And which is the reason why, uh, contrary to what a lot of people do to have PFPs of pictures and avatars as their profile pictures, my profile picture is my face, not not because like anything wrong with my face or, or 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 whatever the case may be, but rather it's because I feel like this is what makes me stand out because there's so much more trust to it. I'm completely doxxed. I'm completely an open book, and if you were to look into my last decade of any presence and any reviews or anything, it's all out there for you to see because I have truly nothing to hide. And because of that, I would want to be able to play it into my strengths. That because I have nothing to hide. I remember when we were working together to have you speak at VCon, you not only put together this awesome deck as to why you'd be a great speaker, but a big reason as to why you got selected was because of your Twitter presence and the positivity and the enthusiasm and the education that you bring to the table. And so it's already paying dividends for you, which is exciting to see. Let's let's move on. Let's Let's talk about the littles. So I want to say what is the littles, but I actually think the more appropriate statement is who are the littles? Who are the littles? Oh man, the littles, the littles. You know what? Why don't we zoom out a little bit and share with you the vision for the littles? And I think that itself would would, would allow people that are not in the ecosystem to know what we're trying to build. Um, our vision is to create the Mario of Web3. Mario of Web3 is the vision. And that is broken down into three different pillars, animation, gaming, and merch slash collectibles. And the reason why we believe we have an edge over any of the big IP brands from Hello Kitty, Star Wars, uh, Pokemon, Mario in this space is because these big IPs, they cannot risk their reputation into coming to a new trade and doing things differently because they have their existing customer demographic that they need to serve. And because of that, I believe we have a few years within the NFT space to grow an IP brand where we can become 
the next big intellectual property and the next big brand that is native within Web3. The biggest addition to that is that now you get to have the rewards. Now you get to have the ownership of the brand that you're supporting. And that is something that any of the legacy brands never had. And that's what we see. So the three pillars, animation. With animation, we have an official partnership with Time Studio to partner up to create a series, a children's series, to focus actually to feature the Littles and Jordan, which is my two and a half year old, which is incredible. Something that is super, super surreal for us. And not only that, we last month we have an official um, announcement where we were financed and uh, with Nelvana which is one of the biggest uh, entertainment groups out there. Um, they're the ones that are owned by Course Entertainment. They're the ones that own major networks such as YTV, Cartoon Network. They're the ones that produced Sesame Street, Care Bears, and whatnot. So animation is what's going to be able to bring our IP out to the world. This is what allows us to create our Littles world and to breathe life into the IP. The second pillar is the gaming. And the gaming part is what I believe is going to allow us to ride the next wave, the next meta. We hear that NFT gaming is going to be the next meta, and a lot of people talk about that. And I definitely see that as well, because if we look at NFT itself as what's the biggest utility per se, it really is gaming, and gaming is a proven industry that's huge. So for us, because myself, I'm not a gamer myself, but I do like casual gaming experiences. I do like hanging out with my friends. And that's the product that we're creating, the Mario Party of Web3. Not only are you able to create, uh, play many different casual games with your friends, with your kids and whatnot, but at the same time, you get to hang out in this world that is full of lore, full of experiences, full of different types of graphics and to pull everything together. Now, this game itself is not going to be web three specific but rather it's going to be open once again to the wider audience to the public we're going to support in-app purchases and nfts and crypto is only an underlying model behind that so then that way if you are crypto native you get to experience another side of this little's world so then this way we're not really shutting it down to only web three specific demographic and merch is one of the biggest revenue generators for any IP brands, and which is the reason why we really focus on that. And uh, for season one, uh, the feedback has been phenomenal. It's uh, people love the love the merch because for us, we spare no expense in it. We are truly wanting to create a brand that people feel connected to. That's amazing, Will. And I want to triple and quadruple tap on IP. So. You know, when you're building new IP on top of these tentpole franchisers, whether it's Marvel, Star Wars, or Disney, you can really build on consumer nostalgia. The Littles is a new brand. What challenges are you facing as a new brand that doesn't have those existing relationships with the characters? And how are you, how are you overcoming those challenges? A great question. And that's kind of like what all the community members that are in our ecosystem is asking, it's like, hey, what's the utility? What are you trying to do? A big part of creating an IP is story. They're the stories that allow people to be connected to. So I'll give you a case in point. When there is a Marvel movie that comes out, you immediately text your friend. You're like, hey, you know what? You want to go into the theaters to watch this movie coming out? 
or hey, if it's Comic Con, it's like, hey, you know what? You want to go to Comic Con and uh, because so and so brand's going to be there, and I want to make sure that I I get the latest edition and so on and so forth. And this is all as a result of really, really deep and vast storytelling. And for a new brand, a new IP that is trying to break out of this stratosphere, our goal is to create a brand that resonates with people, that have a story that people can connect with, and that's. Part of the reason why Keith Grossman, the president of Time, and I connected, and that's the reason why we were chosen to be part of their ecosystem, is because we can and we have all the ingredients to tell a great story that connects with people that serves a very specific demographic. Within North America, there isn't a lot of, I would say, kid-friendly shows that that brings in the Asian culture into it. Not from an Asian culture where it's kind of like. Traditionally, shoving the different rules down your throat, but rather, what does a modern parent go through raising their kid in North America? And that itself is a niche. Tell me,、uh, sorry for cutting you off. Tell me more about these ingredients and what did Time see in Littles versus the thousands of other NFT projects that come across Keith's desk every single day. I think first and foremost itself is the value. The value of how we built our project, and we were super, super intentful on 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 how we presented ourselves and how we came out of the gate.、Um, and to the point that we were just talking about is the Twitter presence. Amongst the thousands of different influencers or or, or Twitter personnels out there, who can you name that is authentically and and, and real in the space? Not a lot, because there's some the people are still. Everyone has a different way of presenting themselves, and not a lot of people would choose to be authentic on Twitter. And that itself is what caught Keith's attention, because he's like, "Oh, this guy's real. Let's let's chat a little bit more." And that itself allows Keith to see whether the values that we embody aligns with his organization's values: being inclusive, being family friendly, being able to appeal to the masses, and. I think this is what allowed us to really come together. Is that value piece,、uh, and and second to that, our our art and also the the storyline that we have is also quite appealing. And and Keith has a, a, a her her daughter, and and she calls this the Ellie test. That's that's her daughter, and、um, and Ellie is a big supporter of the Littles too. So Ellie is the one that was that that minted the Littles with、uh, with Keith, and and they had a, they had a great time about it. She loves the what the bears look like, and and yeah, I think like as long as your demographic, your kids are loving the art, you as the founder is aligned with the values. These are the two big parts of what makes a partnership work. And these are the fundamentals. And and when I talk about ingredients, I think these two are one of the biggest parts. So much of it, like we said, it comes down to market ability. And when you think about the audience that Time is trying to bring to their network, they're bringing in your team. They're bringing in Robatos. They're bringing in Smiles. And those are all projects that have very strong market ability, especially amongst a younger demographic. And it's so heavy. Kudos to Keith and his team for being able to see that again. Given the thousands of other projects that are out there, you right now you're managing a ten-year horizon, but at the same time you're also managing a five to ten-minute horizon <laughs> in the Discord of your many holders. How are you managing your horizon versus the needs of your current holders? 
that to be completely frank with you is is a challenge is is a challenge because building something of quality to, takes a lot of time um it takes a lot of time to come up with the vision it takes a lot of time to find the right talent and it takes a lot of time to develop the product so that's the 10-year horizon which I think we are doing an exceptional job in, in just last eight months. There's a lot of things that we have done that has a lot of traction. Now, how do you manage that with the current space and the expectation of projects within the space? I think that a big part of that is communication. And that is something that I need to continually work on, first and foremost. I'm not like the best at it. But at the same time, having a more transparent communication channel with your community, I think, is is often uh, quite helpful. And that's part of the reason why we created a channel within our Discord called the Founders Corner. And this is a corner where I share with my community the unfiltered process, the unfiltered items, and the unfiltered challenges that I personally face. So they are brought into the loop of the development process. They're brought into the loop of what's going on. Now, even then there is challenge because there are a lot of items that I cannot publicly share. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, this gives them one more layer of, I would say, information or contact with us. Now, what I believe would solve, and this is, I would say, a band-aid to a root cause of a problem. And what I believe would truly solve the root cause of the problem is when we can reframe what the NFT truly is. And when we have the ability to reframe what the NFT truly means and what types of expectation we should set out to have and to give, that itself allows us to align and and curate a group of people that believes in the same thing that understands the expectation and ultimately allows us to grow a really tight-knitted group of community members and to solve the problem that we just shared, which is the long horizon versus the short. Yeah, and I think the managing expectations, Will, I, I could imagine being in your position, it's it's difficult. And, you know, another example I'll give is it's clear that not every positive move for the brand pushes up the floor price, which is what a lot of these holders currently want. How are you managing your time between building for the littles as a company versus building directly for the holders of the littles to push up their floor price? Oh, dude, I can tell you straight up, it's 100% building for the littles and zero pushing for the floor price. 100%. Yeah, I, I have not cared about the floor price. And I feel like that it, it is a complete disservice for people if I were to focus on the floor price, complete the service for people. And I'll tell you why. There is no top to what you can do to the floor price. Facts. Right? Like you can push the floor price to one ETH. People will be wanting two ETH and they will compare you with the next project that's up on the totem pole. Yep. Three ETH. Where, where's the top? Where's the next one? Five ETH, 10 ETH, 15 ETH. Even the blue chip projects, and I, I don't like bringing examples because like, I don't like throwing shade or anything, but even the top projects, they can go up to 10 ETH and they can drop back down to two in no time. 
And when that happens, right, that that's completely true. And it's true. And no, and no one knows the real formula. And the only people who have maybe figured out the formula are folks who are throwing a bunch of different airdrops or maybe making these broken promises. And that doesn't really align with who I think Will is as a business person. That's exactly what it is. It's like, I am very, very clear who I am as a, as, as a businessman, where I do not like throwing empty promises out. We have a lot of items where we could have hyped up the project I had meetings with Disney. I had meetings with Spin Masters, the creator of Paw Patrol. I had collaborations that I, I never talked about. But then the, these are things that would drive up the floor price at the right market. But at the same time, it's going to fizzle out. And what's going to happen yep. is the people that buy the top and all of a sudden became exit liquidity is going to crash back down. And they're going to be like, well, you know what? My rent money is gone what's going to happen. And that is self. Yeah, and, and that goes against almost the ethos of the littles. A thousand percent. And it's so unethical. And, and for me, I'm not in it to help you make 10 X gains because if that was the case, I would build the project completely different. First of all, I wouldn't put my face on it because that's not what I want to be known for. And yeah. second of all, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to make a lot of people rich, but at the same time, it's also going to destroy a lot of lives. And as we can see, the market itself is super unforgiving. So let's say if you buy the top at two, three, four, five ETH, and all of a sudden it drops back down to 0.2, 0.3 ETH, you're, you're taking like substantial gains. This is life savings that you're destroying because right. of the mismanages uh, of expectation and how you're running the project. And that itself is what kills the community the fastest is yes, on the good good time when you're rising up and you're riding the wave everyone's going to be cheering on but then when you crash back down even before the the most diamond handest of people when it crashes down they the real people that support you they are going to get hurt the most too and they're the ones that are going to be exiting as well it's so interesting will my next question for you which i'm not going to actually ask i'm going to say it as a statement is well here's what i was going to ask you if crypto and NFTs die, does the little stay? That was going to be my question for you, but I'm going to answer that. The answer is yes. The littles is going to stay because of all the reasons you just said about not being obsessed with the floor prices and the trading volume, but you staying true to yourself and as a brand and diving into the IP where even again, if these NFTs do go away, you're building such a powerful brand right now. Was that totally. fair for me to speak? Was, uh, was, that, <laughs> was I allowed just to speak on your behalf there? Is that okay? Yes. And I think a lot of people mistaken what NFTs truly are. And that's the reason why in the beginning of the conversation, I said that we need to reframe what NFT is for a lot of people so they understand what it is and even for brands nft is purely a added technology a layer of technology that allows you to better engage with your audience better provide royal loyalties not not royalties but rather being able for you to reward the people that love your brand so case in point if and when let's say pokemon they come up with an nft themselves and that allows you to reward the holders of this Pokemon badge to get access to their annual convention. That gives you the latest edition of their merch. 
whatever the case may be for the for the loyal fans raving fans you're gonna be like wow that is incredible i love that badge i love that nft and that itself is what an nft truly gives is that ability for digital ownership that allows you to have different types of access and in turn allows you to be able to grow that brand and sorry uh let me finish up with the previous question that you had it's like well you know what uh hey will but does that mean that everyone's just funding your passion to create a brand no my intention is to be able to create this ip brand and by us uh, really identifying the three pillars from animation to gaming to merch it allows our fans and our community to know that in order for us to give back to our holders these are the three different pillars that as we continue to grow and as we continue to lay the foundations we're going to be able to find ways to reward our holders through these three pillars and as an example as we grow our brand we're going to be able to grow to be one of the best merch in the game not just the game but a merch that you would actually go out into the stores to buy which is why we spared no expense in creating the best merch in the space and i personally believe it's one of the best merch in the game that makes so much sense will and you know from what i know very well about you is you do care deeply about your community but what's also great about you is you are thinking about how can i build this brand and not just think about the pure nft side of it but how would i build this brand almost as if nfts didn't even exist while still being able to provide rewards and utility and etc to my holders and i think that now drives us to the next part of the conversation, which is you talking about NFT 2.0. So NFT 2.0, and Will's got a thread on this on Twitter, you include loyalty, access, identity, certainty, belonging, tangibility, engagement, and achievement. Is there a certain part of NFT 2.0 that excites you the most? I, I think the loyalty piece. The loyalty piece it makes the most sense to me and the reason for that is when you have identified clearly what you're building and people are willing to support you along this journey through the thicks through the thins through the anything and everything you now have a group of raving fans that not only contribute but also is in this ride with you so when you are on your feet you're going to be able to reward them for their loyalty and i think that is what allows us to have this aligned incentive that we always talk about in web3 aligned incentive so i just imagine the case in point bringing back to pokemon let's say for example if pokemon was had the nft technology way back then and they leveraged it to create the their thousand first loyal fans and each one of them had ownership of 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 their brand or like has ownership of this loyalty program people will be over the moon about this because now pokemon to where it is today now you're one of the few people that gets exclusive access that no one else would because you've been supporting them all along and as the brand grows the more perks and the more utility and the more items that they are able to give back to their loyal fans which they love because they support them otherwise they would have just went out and purchased the merch anyway they would have 
went out to purchase the plushie. They would have purchased the the concert or whatever the case may be. But now because you have been a supporter, you get all these things free of charge. So it's like a win-win situation. But for the people that don't care about the Pokemon system, then yeah, of course it doesn't make sense. Of course it's like, well, you know what? That's that's stupid. But it's because it's not something they care about. Each one of us, we have something we care about, whether it's a sports team, whether it's a fight, you're rooting for this MMA fighter, whether it's anime. There are things that we root for. And within that, if there is this NFT technology that allows you to get extra perks, extra involved, extra committed to this ecosystem, that itself is what excites me the most. You mentioned a lot about existing legacy brands and and how they can kind of enter into the space and what they can offer their theoretical holders or fans. You've also done a lot of collaborations. How do we get more Web 2 brands into Web 3 and maybe those who are afraid of blockchain technology? That is a great question and it's something that we are building to support as well. And um, because of our brand being so family friendly and and safe as a on-ramp for Web2 brands to associate with. And that's part of the reason, once again, we had the partnership with Time. We also had partnership with American Eagle. We had partnerships with Caseify, one of the biggest cell phone cases in the world. And the reason why these collaborations work and is established is because all these big brands, they want to get into the ecosystem, yet they do not want to risk not understanding the underground rules of how Web3 works and how this NFT technology or like NFT community works. And which is the reason why they need brands and they need native communities to allow them to leverage their their ends into the space for them to learn, for them to get exposed. Rather than them coming in, dropping a collection, and just sucking all the liquidity out. And now this entire community hates them. And we see that over and over again. So <clears throat> for us with the Littles, we, we created a platform called DreamSpace. DreamSpace is technically a membership site that allows you, just because you're holding a Littles, gives you access to different areas of, of, of perks that better enhances your life. For example, Let's say if you were to hold a Littles for 30 days, then it unlocks your ability to get a six-month free free membership to the Calm Meditation app. That itself provides a great utility for our community members that wants to better their lives. At the same time, it allows Calm, the meditation app, to have an in into our community for standing for something that is authentic and inclusive and wholesome. So in a way, it's a, it's a win-win situation for Calm as a Web2 brand trying to get into the space. It's also a win for our community members. And that itself is just, a, it's just an example to throw it out there for you. Uh, aside from Calm, we have, let's say, for example, different courses. Um, we have a NFT creation course that is created by one of the top creators in the space, Zeneca. And so, right. So for you to be able to hold the littles and you getting access to knowing how to build a legitimate NFT project, that itself is priceless. We also have another perk that if you, once again, if you were to hold a little, and if you were to put in our dream space, it unlocks your ability to use the no code contract platform that we have established a partnership with. What that means is that 
Typically speaking, if you were to create an NFT collection, you need to create a quote unquote contract. And this contract can vary from 20,000 to 50,000, depending on who you're talking to. Well, now you don't even need to rely on a developer to create these contracts for you. You can use this platform. This is no code. So you just click different variables, enter it, and out it spits your contract. So then that way you can create your NFT project right there. And then these are just some of the different utility aspects that we can add to our holders, let alone many others that we can bring on board moving forward. Okay, Will, as always, this has been an absolute pleasure. I've got one more personal question for you. What's your goal in life? Wow, what a loaded question, my friend. My goal in life. My goal in life. My goal in life. Man, I I think in the last moments of my life, I would love to be able to recall different moments that I've lived. And I want each of these moments to be something that I'm completely proud of. And from and, and that means that it's stemming from my relationships with my friends to the relationships that I have with my parents, my spouse, the moments that we create with my daughter, my son, to the impact that I can make to the community, to the world. And that itself would be a movie that's worth watching. And ultimately, that's what I want to end off with. My man, I love it. Let's uh, let's sign us off. Will, if we don't already follow you, tell us where we could find you. Find me on Twitter, Will X Lee. It's with one L. So W-I-L-X Lee. Yeah, that's where you're going to be able to find all my Web3 thoughts and threads. <laughs> you're the best, man. I always appreciate it. I love our friendship. Please tell the wifey and the kids that I say hello. <laughs> Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Will? All right. Talk soon. Bye. That's it, everyone. Hope you enjoyed. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you next time.